0: Should I be losing a pound a week or two pounds a week? It, things don't seem to be changing for me. This is basically how a conversation went the other day when we were talking about, you know, do we need to lose weight faster, slower? Like, are they on track? Are they doing well? They didn't really know. And I, I guess it's a really good question because, you know, quite often we hear like, you know, oh, I should be losing a pound a week, right? Or is it two pounds a week on average that we should be losing? That's what they say. That's good weight loss. And it's very context-specific. Specific. So I want to go over this now in terms of if we take a step back and we think about it. So we have our basal metabolic rate, our BMR, and these are the number of calories that we burn essentially from living. So if you get up in the morning today and you just lay there and do nothing, you don't even move, not even have a, a movie day, whatever, that's the calories you, you burn just from just from living. Then you throw on top of that your energy expenditure. That could be a structured exercise like a Fruity Fit session, a home workout, a walk, things like that, so something that you force you go and do. Uh, then you have your 10,000 steps. Then you have your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. These are the things that you do, essentially that are kind of non-structured exercise. So like fidgeting, waving your arms and you're talking. Um fidgeting your legs, do so you just stand up as part of your job? Like it's not like such an exercise. Do you walk around when you're on the phone, pacing on the phone? All these things really add up, and these this can be a massive variable that changes like the energy expenditure is a massive variable that changes between one person and the next, you know. And things like PCOS, things like um injuries, like you know, we have some people who have quite bad like knee injuries, arthritis, hip issues. And they used to do 10,000 steps. Now they're doing like 1,000 steps. And this has a mass, this is gonna have a big impact on the calories in terms of we burn and then maybe even our hunger levels. And then you throw this into the equation of, we know that losing weight or body fat is a calories game. Calories in, calories out. We need to be in a calorie deficit. But this can play quite a role in that in terms of managing our hunger, because it's, you know, it's easier said than done all of this. So let's consider this now. Okay how much do we need to lose is a pound or two pounds a week. Well, just bear in mind that to lose a pound of body fat in a week, that's about 3,500 calories over the week, which is on average, being in a deficit, 500 calories every day, which is quite a lot, you know, when you consider the, the things out there at the moment that can put us off. You know, maybe we... We're in the room we're in, we're in work and someone comes in with a gingerbread latte and a, and a bacon roll. All of a sudden, we're like, oh, wow, that's like six 700 calories or whatever it is. You know, we we have bit of kids' leftovers there. Like, the room for error is very small if you're going to hit that. And then as humans, what do we often do? Well, as humans, we go, well, I've messed up now. I might as well start again Monday. Let's have Friday, whatever, Saturday, whatever, Sunday, whatever, Monday, whatever Um, money again back to it, that's like nearly half the week every week. And I keep saying this, but if we can shorten that gap, that's the key thing. But going back to my point here, should we be losing a pound a week, two pounds a week? Now, considering that, how hard it potentially is to lose a pound a week of body fat here, you're going to get fluctuations in weight on the scales. But I mean, body fat, however you measure that, whether you do measure that weekly or daily or monthly, just consider that that's quite a lot of calories that we need to be in a deficit by. And I would probably say that we need to have some consistency to hit that. Consistency might actually come from actually setting our bar a little bit higher in terms of the deficit. So in terms of actually giving us up more to eat. So less of a deficit, but actually more calories to eat so that we can deal with meals out. We can look at our calories on a weekly basis or look at our intake on a weekly basis, compensate in certain areas if we need to. But also not restricting to the extent that we end up not being able to stick to it for long enough to see if that actually works. For example, I'm trying to eat eight hundred calories every day, but then I just get really hungry and then I end up eating three thousand. Then it's like, right, we need some middle ground. Would it be better if we just went for twelve hundred and you can stick to it? For some people, yes. For some people actually no, this is very context specific. Going back to the original question though, is I like tangents. Should I be losing one pound or two pounds a week? Technically no. Um That's just a ballpark figure out there. And and the thing that really frustrates me is when someone goes, oh, my other half lost 10 pounds. I'm like, okay, don't compare the absolute value. Compare the percentage. Wow, yeah, he's got about six stone to lose. Um, He's also six foot five and I'm five foot. Consider that relatively. So if we look at clinically significant weight loss or fat loss, we look at 5% of your starting weight, say, is clinically significant. So what you might go and do is go, can I aim to lose 5%? What take five percent of for starting weight? That's my aim. And then maybe set a time limit on that. Maybe you know consider the obstacles along the way: Christmas, etc. All right, I'm gonna to aim to lose five percent by here. I know that's clinically significant to reduce my risk of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, etc. Improve my mental health potentially, fitness, pressure off the joints, etc. Could go on, cholesterol, blood pressure, all these benefits that come with that. So I'm gonna to aim to lose the next five percent. Okay, what does that Equate to on a weekly. What does that equate to on a monthly? Then I can maybe look at taking the average from that. The good thing about this is when you then hit that five percent. Guess what? the The cool thing about that when you hit that five percent is that actually you now no longer have the same target. And when you don't have the same target, this is the key bit. This is the really key bit. Key bit. Key bit. So when you have the don't have the same targets now relative to what you want to achieve. What I mean by that is it's relative to your weight now. So if you're 100 kg to start with and you lose 5%, well, now you've lost five kilos, you're now 95. So the next target here is to lose 5% of 95 kilos. And we're the move we go on. So now we lose another three or four, whatever that is, that whatever that number is. Now we end up losing, let's say we're on 91 kilos, so 5% of that is our next target. And you can divide that out. And obviously, our target's going to get smaller and smaller. So as you get smaller, the expectations, you're going to lose less. So 5% is perhaps a better goal to go to. 5% and buy when. Done. Have a look at what 5%. Start there. Start at 5% and have that as your target to start with. So I hope that helps. Any questions, let me know. And I will see you soon. Take care.